ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everything in between. Welcome back to the Kevin Clifton Show. And we've got a wicked guest this week for another episode of Strictly Speaking. This week, we've got Amy Dowden, Strictly Professional, on the podcast. Hi, Amy. Hi, how are you? Really good, thanks. Yeah, well, you know, as, as, as good as you can be. Um, how, <laughs> still laughing at me, Stace. <laughs> Stace is laughing at me already because I said, good as you can be. Um, so... Uh, yeah, how are you coping with uh, with all of this madness? I think good days and bad days. Do you know what I mean? Um, as you know, like like yourself, normally such a busy bee, and on the go, constantly dancing and so active, and now stuck at home. And um, because of my Crohn's disease as well, I'm high risk, so I actually can't leave the house. So yes, I'm finding mm. it very strange. I'm really missing performing my family, but then at the same time. You know, um, there's so much online. Is we're so lucky to have FaceTime and everything like that, and yeah. yes, that's keeping me positive. But yeah, I think you know you can't admit, can't you, to having down days as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, um, I saw that you're doing like little, uh, like little workout live videos and stuff on uh, on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, they're so fun. Me and Ben just giggle the whole way through and afterwards, and they, yeah. They're <laughs> For our dance school as well, we're doing a lot for the dance school. Course, yeah, everything we're doing for the dance school at the moment. Uh, you know, we're doing private lessons, classes, formation classes, and we're donating all our money to the NHS. Oh, amazing! Yeah, so everything we do, we do like quiz nights for the dance school as well. Yeah, yeah it's really good. That's what's keeping me going. I think really. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, good for you. That's more than I'm doing. <laughs> I'm not a lot. I'm not working out. I sometimes click on your workout videos and, and, and have a look, but then I just don't join in. <laughs> <laughs> laugh at me when I'm whooping and everyone. <laughs> and they wouldn't smile. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we thought we would talk about it, because when we do these Strictly Speaking episodes, that we would talk about um, you and Kareem in your season of, of Strictly, because obviously you made the final. Yay! Um, so, but like going back before that, obviously a couple of years before that, your first partner was uh, Brian. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, what week did you make with Brian? Made it to week five. Week five with Brian. Now, yeah. Never mind. We were bottom of the dance off. No, bottom of the leaderboard. Sorry, week one. Oh. Week two, we were in the dance off. So to get it all to week all the way to week five, yeah. that was amazing. And the public loved what you were doing. And I'll never forget our reaction when Craig gave us a five. Honestly, it was like we won. <laughs> when you got a five. Yeah. And then it was movie week. I was Dorothy and he was a scarecrow. And the week before we were in the dance-off. And i never forget when Tess went and dancing through to next week. It's Brian and Amy. I literally jumped up and down. I don't know if you remember, Kev. I actually went back and hit Brian in the nose. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> I was that excited. <laughs> <laughs> and that was your first year. <laughs> um, and then your sec- second year was Danny John Jules. But don't forget, Kev, mm. I am a Strictly champion. You're a Strictly champion? Yeah, because I won Children in Need year one. You won the Children in Need glitter ball. Who was that with again? Mark Curry from Blue Peter. Mark Curry from Blue Peter. It's all Wikipedia. I'm a Strictly champion. So you, second year, you were straight in with one of the glitter balls. I forgot about that. I didn't write that down. So I went from Bry, and then two weeks later, I had a glitter ball. Well done. Yeah. 
Uh, so, oh no, so, so year one. Year one, yeah. Year one. Yeah. Straight in. Okay. Well, I Colin for the Christmas special and we did a rumba. Did you win? No, we had four pounds. We didn't win. Uh, no, it was still really, really good fun. Um, the winner that year, I want to say it was Aston, but no, that was last year, wasn't it? Brendan Cole won it. Brendan Cole won it, did he? Yes. Okay. Um, then, um, yeah, then the following year, Danny. Then Danny John Jules. Yes. So Danny John Jules, and you made what week? Week before Blackpool. Week before, ah. Oh. He's out on Blackpool. Yeah, that's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. No one wants that, where they go like just the week before Blackpool. Yeah. yeah that's a tough week to go out. Absolutely. Uh, but you did a really good job. I remember you doing an amazing job. Uh, on that year but then as we first 10 of the series as well first 10 of the series yeah for the jive flip flop fly for the plane (laughs) oh yeah i remember it when you had the um the uh projection of a plane on the on the floor and you're dancing on like on the wings that's right yeah 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 it was wicked (laughs) that's interesting so you got i mean we'll come to it later but you got the first 10 of the series with a jive and then the next year, you got the first four tens of the series with a jive. Seems yeah, like but yeah, but the first year I got knocked out on the jive. Ah. My jive has improved. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, obviously jive's just a big dance for you on Strictly. Either you're going to get like tens or you're going out. <laughs> um, but so we come to um, the 2019 series. And... Um, <laughs> You get paired up with Kareem. Yeah. Did, were, were you hoping for Kareem, expecting that you might get Kareem? Like, what were you thinking going in? Remember when we were pre-recording that group number and we were outside mm-hmm. and I was on the picnic mat and Graziano was kicking the ball towards me and I was going, Kev, I don't know who I'm going to get. And I was going, oh, I think I'd like Kareem because he's really good. And you were going, oh, you, oh you, you know, I think you could. And I was going, can't, can you remember this conversation? Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah. Um, and then I think I set myself, nope. I, I then thought, I was like adamant he was going to get Jeanette. Yeah. I told myself, like, yeah, he's going to get Jeanette because Kareem and I were like exactly the same height. So. Mm. With Dan Chews, I was slightly taller than him. Mm. So I thought, no, no chance, no chance. And then um, my reaction then when Tess called out Amy for Kareem was just like, I can remember just screaming, like and running to him, charging at him like a bull. And even Claudia said, I don't think we've ever seen a reaction quite like it. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, I can remember looking over to Ben and my sister in the audience. And um, you know how they have four celebs on the stairs and they do it in sections. Mm. And um, the four celebs were there and Corinne was in that batch. And I looked over to Ben and Rebecca and I went, not this lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> my partner wasn't in there. And then I was the second to be called out. <laughs> so yeah, I was uh, really excited. And actually for the, my first two years, I'd always had the eldest male in the competition. Okay. So Danny was the eldest year two and Bri was the eldest male year one. So okay. I, I kind of like, it was my first, obviously Corinne was the youngest, my first, no, Saffron was the youngest, he was the youngest male. Mm. It was my first kind of one, do you know what I mean? Where you can, I don't know, it's a, you've got then 
song choices are slightly different because you yeah. can go a lot more current, can't you? Oh, of course, yeah. You, you, like the type of celebrity you get in terms of their age or their experience or, um, you know, what they do for a living, like a lot hangs on that. That's why I can never really plan. Sometimes I hear about people going, oh, I've already put this music suggestion in and I've got this concept and I've choreographed this dance and that. Um, and I think, how can you even make a start on any of that before you know who you're dancing with? Like, it affects everything. Everything. And actually, you, you know, as you know, we'll go away and choreograph before we get to our slabs, but very often it changes anyway when you get to the slabs. Yeah, of course. The, actually you're really good at a lockstep I need to put more of them in because you're better than them than a side chassis so you, I think you get a rough idea don't you but there's no way you can ever fully choreograph until you're there with your celebrity exactly yeah um, but so obviously you were really excited to get Kareem um, but then my feeling on it, and, and I imagine you were feeling this pressure, and we did sort of chat about it at, at the time, is because um, there's different types of celebrities that get, um, you know, they have different experience levels. And I think when you get someone who's a complete non-dancer, it's like, okay, in terms of the work you're going to have to put in to, to get them to that level, you're going to, like, this is going to be more work but also there's less expectation on that person so if that person does something pretty good people people are sort of impressed and like oh well done they got that right like i'm really pleased for them that they got those few steps right whereas i think when you get someone like like a karim when you get that partner who like sort of you know people know has has some dance experience it's like okay so it'll be great to train them because they have that dance experience, but it comes with a lot of pressure, right? Like it, it suddenly it feels, it feels like, um, like you have to deliver every week, like an absolute worldy of a dance. Otherwise people are going to criticize. Were you feeling that pressure? Absolutely. Straight away after week one as well, when you get a, you know, a good score and you get in sevens on week mm. one. Yeah. Instantly for the celebrity as well, because you know what it's like. They want to keep getting better and better and better. And um, that pressure, I know when Karim made the mistake in Beanie's Walls, he burst into tears, didn't he? Because it gets to you. And I think he knew the judges are going to be tougher on you. Mm. The audience at home are going to be tougher on you. Mm. You know, um, it's definitely so much harder. It's harder in terms of um, even producing choreography as well, because you don't want to let your celebrity down. Yeah, that's it. That's what I mean. Like, you have to... You have to... <laughs> push in terms of choreography you know you can't just get by on some basics here and there um or say a bit of comedy or you know like something something to kind of go for attention but but you know you just have to push for for the quality and and people are expecting like like you say if you're getting like sevens eights on on week one you've got to get through potentially another 12 weeks where you can't drop below that no and i think um as well, it's then when you're so good as well to begin with, um, you've got a harder challenge of winning over the audience then as well. Yeah, because yeah. if someone gets like, a, you know, one, two, three, four, five, sixes, um, if they manage to get a seven, say in week five or whatever, like the perception is, wow, you, like you've, you've made a, a big step forward, you've improved and, and people can see that improvement. Yeah. <laughs> There's almost nowhere to go from a seven and eight early on. Like, oh. And I can remember um, week two, we were top of the leaderboard with the Foxtrot. Mm. And that came then with, um, 
even higher expectations then because you're top of the leaderboard, don't you know? And you then there's only one way to go, isn't it? And that's it. And that's it. And you can't, you can't drop the ball because even if you do a great dance and say it's, um, you know, eights and nines and, and really good and everyone's impressed, but someone else, you know, you say you've got two eights and two nines, but then someone else does a dance that's got an eight and three nines and they're top of the leaderboard and you were top last week. It's like this weird, like the perception is you've dropped a little bit. Yeah. You haven't had as good a week when actually you've done a great dance. Yeah. And what was my fear as well is getting someone really good, but then, you know, you have to get the audience behind you and there's no guarantee, even if you're top of the leaderboard, of you not, you being saved during mm. the public um, and ending up in a dance off. And we've seen in the past so many great dancers leave so early that yeah. you on week one, that's a finalist there. Mm. That, you know, no one would have predicted Dev leaving early, as early no, as that. No, exactly, yeah. Like, he was so good and he went so quickly. And then he, the week before, like you said, he had four nines. He was top of the leaderboard. Yeah. You know, with his um, Aladdin genie routine, next week he went home. And I think when that happened as well, I'm not going to lie, that really scared me. <laughs> yeah, of course. It would scare everyone because it's suddenly like, but he's amazing and he's gone straight away. Like now, now it's like anything can happen. Like there's no guarantees because I suppose you do, um, you do, well, I do anyway. I don't know whether you do the same, but like I, I sort of look around and, and I sort of, make a little bit of a guess about the ability of my celeb. And then I look around at the others and think, where do they sit within sort of the order? Like whereabouts roughly are they in the order of things? And like, so therefore, you know, if they're about sixth out of all of them, could we potentially make that top four into the final, yeah. you know, or are we in, we could be in danger of being like eighth or ninth or, you know, like, are we roughly around there? Like, do you do that as well? Like just sort of, yes. Yeah, I always yeah. do. I'm always like looking at the, you know, you work at the leaderboard as well, like how many points you've got then, if the, what your points would be if you're bottom of the, um, the public. So yeah, yeah, you yeah. try and work out all the maths. Yeah, and you're thinking, oh yeah, we could do it. I mean, like, yeah. I'm a bit geeky like that. And you just want to be as prepared as you can be. Yeah, and you're right. After week three, we were all looking at Dev and, and Diane going, they're one of the front runners now. Like they're looking at their potential finalists. Like if, if you're guessing every week who the four are going to be in the final and you, you're sort of guessing and then, then they get knocked out. It's like, okay, everything's, everything's up for grabs now. Yeah. Yeah, that's and then we're leaving, didn't we? Unfortunately, due to his, oh, yeah. he had to leave making the final only three couples. Three couples, yeah. Meaning semi-final week, you've only got one couple being, you know, no, sorry, you've got four in the semi-final, meaning two of you are in that dance-off. Mm. So you've got a 50-50% chance. Mm. On semi-final week, when you've got to learn two dances, mm. in that dance-off. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's some pressure. So it doesn't matter if you're top of the leaderboard, <laughs> you can still end up because one point, uh, do you know what I mean? There's only four couples. Yeah. We've got a 50-50 chance of being in that dance. That, that was quite scary. And when you know you're so close to that final. Yeah, I know, I know. And that, that's when the pressure really starts. I always prefer the, the first half of the series on Strictly than the second half. Like, like the second half starts to feel pressure. I think for me it was the final. I just loved it. I literally beamed. I was so excited. Beamed the entire night. Literally. Yeah. 
and it was no pressure you know no one's going home um mm. yeah we just we went out there and thought just just i said to him just enjoy every second every beat on that but we literally did we were gutted when we put our arms up in here straight driving we knew that's it like yeah it was yeah. that was my favorite moment for the entire series oh that's cool though rather than thinking rather than being stressed out about like oh my god are we gonna win or not or like just just being like oh we're not doing any more dancing that's that's really nice to hear actually yeah we just kind of soaked up the atmosphere you know what the atmosphere is like in that studio in the final yeah it's just amazing isn't it oh it's incredible yeah it's a massive night yeah, and the celebs and they have the big reveal don't they at the opening yeah, yeah 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 I remember just being so excited for that moment alone. Like, and then you've got the walk down the stairs. And I can remember Krim and I were literally, we were the only ones on our side left. <laughs> and we were jumping when they went live from the BBC Centre London. Like, we were like literally jumping, going crazy. And wardrobe and hair and makeup, like, calm down, like, because we're about to do the walk down the stairs. We were going mental. <laughs> so excited. And then we danced first. It was brilliant. Yeah. But and- before we get to the final, yeah. So rewind right back to week one. Yeah. You've been paired up with Kareem, excited about that, but obviously there's pressure comes with it because, you know, he's pretty good. Um, so, and you're, and everyone wants to make an impact on week one. And it's difficult because there's 15 couples to get through. So to stand out on week one is tough. Um, you're given. I'm assuming you're giving it because usually on the first couple of weeks, it's like you're given this dance and you don't, there's not much say, is there? It's like, this is what we want you to do week one. You're given cha-cha-cha. How did you feel about it? Because I hate cha-cha-cha. I hate it on Strictly. I hate it as that, like, I, I just, as soon as I have to do cha-cha, I'm like, let's get this week out the way. Actually, I felt like that's a good one to get, like you said, get in and out. No one goes home week one. Mm. And I thought, let's get, and also, as you know, it is a tough dance for a celebrity to learn that. And I think people at home, they judge each other because that's the first dance you generally learn if you go to yeah. a big class and the waltz. But that is completely different, as you know, um, you know, down to the full out choreographed routine live to the nation. I just think it's a really difficult dance to come across as well on mm. television. So I was glad to get it out of the way, but also in the back of my mind, I was thinking, I really want to make an impact. So I just literally, I can remember my first morning with Karim, I was like trialing so much of him. I wanted to know what tricks he could do, you know, what inspired him as a dancer. I remember putting the music on and just saying, let yourself go. Imagine I'm not here and just dance. Mm. And I was like, right, I like that. I like that. We're going to use this. Um, and I just pushed, 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 pushed him. But for me, it was my first ever modern track on Strictly as well. Are you kidding me? No, Sean Mendes. It was the first sort of pop, pop song that you've done. Yeah, because I've, <laughs> That's amazing. I've had Danny and Bri. This was the first current number I'd done that was in the charts at the time so I was quite excited for that and I was quite excited I wanted to bring over quite a youthful energy Mm. and I wanted you know you kind of like you don't brand yourself but you try and set your personalities don't you yeah and I wanted it to be really bright youthful um exciting um so yeah and I we had nice, really nice bright costumes. Karim put some uh, tricks in. And yeah, I, I, I do feel he did do everything and more of what I asked, actually. And I, remember me showing you on the Friday in the I was season? just going to say, I remember, I remember that bit where you went, have, have a look at this. This was, this, this was our run. You know, just, you know, 
tell me what you think. And I remember going, Amy, this is brilliant. <laughs> this is really, really good. <laughs> like, I'm watching it now. So, so what, what, we, what I usually do with the podcast is like, I ask anyone who's at home to like type it into YouTube at this moment. So just type in Kareem and Amy um, week one. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm watching by the side of me right now, the um, cha-cha. And you're right, it is really sort of... Um, just a youthful energy, lots of colour, but also like you, you, you can see you've drilled loads of good like cha-cha technique into him. He's like straight legs, bam, bam, bam. Legs to begin with. I still got a video on my phone. I might post it actually. It was lock steps. It was completely like he played every step, and I can remember just being whip them straight and really like. And I can remember him saying, "I thought you were really sweet and innocent when I met you," and I was like, "Yeah, just not in the studio." <laughs> <laughs> Are you quite a strict teacher? I think it all depends on your student, doesn't it? So we're bright. I don't know. With me, I'm I'm such a soft touch. I'm like I'm, I'm never strict. I, I never shouted at Krim, and he said that never like. Um, but I knew when he could push, and I knew when he needed a break. And he he actually always says like he's thankful for that. He was like, it's so weird. She knew. She knew when I could squeeze a little bit more out, and she knew when I was done. Mm. Uh, and I think it's just really important to get the best out of them. And, them to enjoy the experience that you really get to know them as an individual and also everyone has different work working ways and work ethics yeah yeah into their way to get the best out of them mm. and what was so what was he like as a student yeah really good so man, he would want to know the routine by a tuesday and if right. not he would be like panicking re- right. i can remember with his foxtrot and it wasn't going in he, he he had to know it by a tuesday then wednesday would be like our technique day and then thursday would be let's drill it for four months you know watching it back adding as many little you know touches to it that you can see visually and often on a thursday because don't forget corinne was working as well in manchester on cbbc yeah, yeah. he'd be really tired by a thursday so i would generally I'd say, oh, we'll do till six o'clock. But when I could see you would start to flag, I would say about, I was quite nice, four, four thirty. I was like, you know, you've done all you can. Yeah. I think now you'd benefit from us getting the earlier train back to London and you get a good night's rest. Yeah. Um, providing I did feel like he knew it inside out because you don't want your celebrity not to feel confident. But as you know, if you're tired, you also can't produce. Yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. like, yeah, it was finding that happy balance with him as well. Um, yeah, and also, you know, he's a typical, he's a lovely guy, but a youthful boy. And, you know, I wouldn't let him rest on his morals, you know. So I used to think, <laughs> when we get into a studio on a Monday, he'd be like, oh, didn't you go great? And I was like, yeah, that's behind us. This is a new dance. It's a, right, give me a blank canvas and we're not going to talk about the weekend again. We're back on <laughs> the leaderboard. Just forget about it. That's interesting. Just like, yeah, because you don't want him to sort of um, get overconfident if it's starting to go well. Yeah, and you can't rest or you can't rely on last week's result because, as you know, it's a brand new leaderboard this week. That's it. Yeah, interesting. Um, I also wrote down... Go on. We'd we'd start... Like, we used to do really, really long days compared to me and Krim. But we'd break on the hour every hour for a cup of tea and then or a cup of tea and biscuits or you used to have his Kit Kat break and <laughs> but he would rather that, whereas Karim you'd kind of cram as much as you can into a couple of hours because of his work commitments whereas Brian would rather stretch it out and have lots of breaks and chit chats right. yeah 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 interesting um 
I wrote down as as well, just as I was, I was watching this one, um, that because there's a little bit of like his style of sort of that commercially um, almost breakdancey type um, style that he had going going on. But like, I, f- I found that there was a really nice balance between like showing a bit of that off, but also it was very much a chatter. Whereas yeah. like, I guess the temptation would have been to throw in a lot of, you know, like, what can you do? Let's get it all out there. I wanted to save bits if we were lucky enough to get through. Um for yeah later on in the competition but i do think it's finding that right balance you do want to like i'm not gonna lie there was i wanted to chuck a lot more in because week one as you know the celebs are so nervous Mm. and if they're doing something they already feel comfortable at it's easier for them isn't it but Mm. then i just thought no we need to get everybody behind us we need to show you're willing to really learn and karim did come in this competition to learn hence Mm. why like couple's choice week we went for contemporary and not commercial street right yeah, yeah. He to challenge himself so yeah. i did i loved about karim but um no i know craig said to me that night uh his comments was he thought there was too much commercial steps in there um as in on this cha-cha yeah there wasn't enough cha-cha but mm. if you count how many bars of cha-cha are in there mm. yeah, i mean uh he did really well i was oh, like very much a cha-cha yeah i didn't watch it and think oh they're not doing much cha-cha yeah, there was a lot of chat-chatty dance in there. And I think it was yeah. like, like, if you add up the tricks, it comes to like three or four bars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Craig's like that sometimes, isn't he, though? <laughs> yeah. um, but also what I liked about it is that um, even just, I'm, I'm looking at the last position where you've, you're sat on the car um, bonnet and, and it's just like you've got your arms around each other, big smiles on your face. What I liked about it was that there was a, a, a nice sense of like the couple, that it wasn't just um, his a pro and a celeb and a celeb going about doing some tricks and doing the best he can. And, uh, you know, and, and the pro is Amy. It was very much a couple and it looked like a, a nice relationship between the two of you, which isn't always easy to bring out from the beginning. It's not, but we generally did. We got on so well immediately. Like, yeah. Well, and I always said to him, wait until you finish that first dance you're gonna love the like the adrenaline rush you know what it's like that goes through your body and i said you're gonna be that's that feeling of self-achievement mm. i remember choreographing us sitting on the end of the car and i thought i want to be next to him so i can actually feel the reaction and he was just like i can remember him looking around and two judges were on their feet you had uh, the audience stood up and he was like oh, straight away you went back straight i know what you mean now i know what you mean like <laughs> I want to do it again yeah it was like and at the end it was just like yes I was just so happy yeah no it was great and, and you got um, eight eight seven eight I know I said seven zero <laughs> I didn't want to like <laughs> for week one I mean great like, like we were saying before amazing you go I mean you've got to be happy with that eight eight seven eight on week one but yeah. so much pressure like oh, yeah. And There's then, not much further to go in terms of score. And then you've got, like, obviously, everyone saying pressure straight away ago and you're going to be in the final. Do you know what I mean? And you're, of course, yeah. And you're saying, no, that's just Latin. You've got ballroom. I'm mm. not in the ballroom with him yet. You yeah. Like, you don't know how they're going to take to the ballroom. Then you've got your speciality. That was cha-cha. You don't know what he's going to be like at the rhythmical or, you know, your passive. Mm. Every dance is so different. Yeah, no. yeah even though it's Latin, paso is a completely different dance to cha-cha. Yeah. 
as it's jive. No, I was thinking, yeah, that's just one week. We've got a long way to go yet. And so I was never deluded in that sense. Mm. Uh, and then we had the Foxtrot the following week and he really struggled with the Foxtrot. And that went, yeah. Did he? Oh, terrible. Yes. That's interesting. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm just going to bring it up on my now. I think he had a little meltdown, actually, um, on day two, the Tuesday. He had a meltdown on week two. Yeah, on, on the Tuesday, he was like, yeah, the fox shot, you know what it's like? Number one, it was the frame, and his arms were killing him. <laughs> then, he had such a good frame. That's yeah. one of the things I wrote down. Like, he, he had this perfect frame in place that, like, because ballroom's hard for the celeb um, males, I think. Oh, yes, really hard. And <laughs> so what, what are you saying? Well, no, but it's, it's hard for the females, too. <laughs> Yeah, but it's hard for the girls too, but, but also the boys have to lead. Yeah, I, I think, I, my personal view on it, you might think different, Amy, but I think the ballroom, in, in terms of the celebs, the ballroom is harder for the males. I think the Latin is slightly harder for the girls because yeah. sometimes the, the, the men can get away with... Standing strong, on. Yeah, yeah, standing strong while the girl does tricks around them. You yeah. know, like, but they don't have that in the ballroom. Yeah, I always think for the Latin, the girls' legs are there, so you can see, can't you? Mm. We're with the men, they got their loose. Yeah. If they're not straightening the leg, you can sometimes go, oh, is that straight? Do you know what I mean? And like you say, generally, the man can stand in, the girl can dance around, can't she? Yeah, um, which is not what you and Kareem did in your Latin, but like you do see it on, on Strictly. Sometimes they'll just have them, if they can't do much, they'll stand around and look you know, cool and masculine while the girl does a lot around them. Um, But ballroom, a guy's got to, he's got to hold the frame. He's got to sort of drive through his partner um, and and lead the steps. Like, that's It is. And as you know, Foxtrot is a difficult dance itself anyway, Mm. learning the heels and the toes and then learning when to go inside and outside. Mm. You know, going into his alignment. And that's what he struggled with. And he and he also told me it was just weird and it wasn't natural. And it isn't, is it? Particularly. <laughs> he actually, as well, found the Foxtrot timing difficult to pick up. Right. Okay. I'll tell you a secret. We yeah. actually, he, he made a mistake on the night as well. Did he? I just went with him. He went into pivots towards the end. I must it's have missed actually, it because I haven't written it down. <laughs> you can actually see a little wobble. And, he, and, and I can remember actually taking hold with him that day um, on the Foxtrot and Kevin or Lion, he was shaking. You can't see it, but it must have felt worse than it was. I felt like his, shape, his frame was doing this. He was so nervous, but it wasn't. It looked great, but yeah. But the good thing was his frame was that good that he did make a mistake, but I just went with him. Whereas if the frame isn't great, as you know, you, it's hard to just go with them then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're, not, if you're not fully connected, then it's going to get all bumpy in the ballroom. Yeah. So I'm just watching it now. Everyone's going to be looking for that wobble now, watching on YouTube. Yeah. Kareem Navy, week two. Um, the way you look tonight, you dance to. And I've got to say, you had me at a park bench and him in a maroon suit. That's my kind of foxtrot. <laughs> <laughs> How involved in like outfits and stuff do you get? Um, obviously, really. Yeah. So for us girls, if you've got like certain uh, choreography with certain arm movements, or you want to use your skirt, you've got to let Vicky Gill know at mm. the beginning of the week. And obviously, as you know, we send a director's tape and wardrobe to see it. 
Um, but I've never had any, you know, issues with wardrobe at all. They've always been absolutely mm. brilliant. I did say I wanted Karim to be in a suit that week because I think he'd been like cheeky, young and youthful the week before. Yeah. The audience. And that's why we went for Function Art Dread that week. I wanted them to see the complete opposite side to Karim. Right. You, you consciously like wanted to show that complete difference. So it didn't just look like, okay, this is Karim and this is what he does. It's like, you wanted to show a different side. Absolutely. Because also you don't want to be like, do you know what I mean? Like just put in that category. You want to show how diverse Karim is. Mm. And I also feel for uh, our jobs as pros, you know, this is a great platform for them and we need to show them off in as many ways as possible because it's going to benefit their career as well. Hmm. Especially for Karim being so young and his career just taking off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks very smart. I'm watching it now. He does look like, like very like like a, like a, a different person to the week before. Like he looks five years older. <laughs> you know, like he, he'd even said like he hadn't even owned a suit before. Like that that was <laughs> he had never owned a suit. Well, he he didn't have one. I think he didn't have a suit. Strictly was like the first one. <laughs> like, That's amazing. He, he loved it, and I'm sure now because of all the award ceremonies he's been doing, everything he's got loads now. <laughs> <laughs> he loved it. He loved that suit. It was a few which we'll talk about as we go through that he loved. <laughs> Can I have a tea, please, baby? Thank you. I love one Tuesday. I always used to make the tea, didn't I? Yeah, on tour. How many cups of tea would we have a date? I'm the tea girl. A cup of tea with several desserts, Stace, was it? I'll tell you. I was. I rolled out the other side of tour. Later in, Amy, it was the same saga every day. We'd be like, let's not have a dessert Monday to Friday, and then we can have a dessert at the weekends. I'd have three desserts a day, and then I'd be like, why are these dresses so tight? I don't understand. Um, yeah, and what, what I noticed as well, choreographically, um, it's very much a foxtrot. It's very low on sort of, um, I hate using this term because I, because I, it, but um, gimmick. Oh, did you make one already? Oh, I didn't drink it. Sorry. Um, um, you know, like when dances can be heavily themed or something. And I don't mind that. I love a themed dance and I love a story and an art, but you know, sometimes you just want to go down that route of, you know, this is very much um, straightforward. You know, Foxtrot. Was that a conscious decision? Yeah, because um, of what was said the week before about, and we did put some commercial uh, steps in, I just mm. wanted to, you know, Karim had done a bit of commercial before, but he's never done a Foxtrot. So I wanted to show, no, this is natural talent. And yeah. Working and um, you know what I say? It's very hard. They say don't read the comments online, but you you know when you're getting tagged in them on Twitter and that, it's difficult not to see them, isn't it? It's definitely difficult not to see them. Yeah, I, I always say to people, just don't read any comments about it because because people don't know. Like they just they think they know things all the time and oh well they're doing that because of this and. No, the BBC must have done this because of that. And, and people just don't know. It's all sort yeah. of a 
assumptions and stuff. And, and, you know, most people commenting don't, when they're commenting on technique and stuff, they're just commenting on things they've heard from the judges. They don't know about one technique, but you can't avoid it. Oh. And it affects me. Like sometimes I see things and go, oh my God, everyone in the world thinks this. And it's probably just mm-hmm. one person with 13 followers. But, yeah. well, it means so much to us because we're so engrossed in this journey. Do you know what I mean? At that yeah. And, you know, I've been given this great partner. So I just wanted to go completely opposite to the week before. Yeah. I think and, that's a good choice. Yeah. And I just wanted to show a completely different side. Um, no tricks. Just go out there and dance. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When, once our opening had finished um, within the song, you know, you get your song mm. and kind of break it down. I do with my music and the phrasing. And, you know, you kind of, you know where's the right um, point in the song to... Yeah. You start dancing, don't you? And I was like, right, from there onwards, we're going to just dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that was a good, a good decision. So he, so he didn't come across as just like a kid who was, you know, doing his thing and, and it was like a one-trick pony. Yeah. Um, and you got four eights. Yeah, top <laughs> that week. So you've got, you, you, you're on week two and you're getting four eights. I mean, on the one hand, like, like week one, on the one hand, brilliant. And also it's one point up from the week before. So you're, you're improving, but week two and you're already on four eights is like, now you really have to like deliver and, and you can't drop the ball at any point. Oh, you can't. <laughs> oh my God. No. And then we get to movie week. And yeah. I love you for this, Amy, because on movie week, we got to Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Now, can you remember when we first met the celebs? And Karim kept doing that one trick where he turned and kick in the air. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, Kevin's like doing karate moves. Can you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said to you, oh, if I get a movie week, and I, I started listing some ideas to you, didn't I? Then, like, <laughs> <laughs> I need to get some karate actions in this. Like, Kung Fu Panda. You can yeah. get some in there, can't you? <laughs> Kung Fu fighting. Yeah. Brilliant. Because I always think if, if when it's themed weeks, like... Mm-hmm movie week, musical week, um, like you've got to go full out, do something memorable, do something, you know, like don't go half in. No. Um, so, so like for, for you to go in with the, with the Kung Fu Panda, and I love that he was up for it as well. Oh, but some celebs are nervous about that sort of thing, but yeah. he was all right with just dressing up like a panda. Yeah, no, he really, and I kept telling him that, actually, uh, up until like, I said, my favourite moment on Strictly so far is movie week with Bri, when I was Dorothy and Bri was the scarecrow. So I was oh, like, yeah, that was a cracking number, yeah. I kept saying to Krim, you've got a lot to beat this number now, okay? Like, and he was like, so, like, right, okay. And yeah, he literally just, he did, he, he, he wasn't scared to kind of really go into character and he did his funny horns at the start and was like his belly and he was well up for getting face painted and wearing his funny costume. But saying that though, he's still samba. This is week three. He did a samba role, which was really, really good. Yeah. Look at his casada walks, like in his high hip rotation. It's like... I know. And his lockstep action... Yeah, it was it was exceptional actually. I'm watching it right now, and I was I watched it earlier today just to make some notes. And well, my, my first note was the two of you must have been boiling. Yes. I mean, it's hot enough in that Strictly studio anyway. When and especially when because you, you get nervous just before you go on and you start sweating and, and and all of that. Like 
by the time you start and then you start dancing and all the lights are on you and they're hot lights and you just like you're really hot like like by the wearing them outfits you must have been roasting roasting and i was i was just worried that that face paint was going to just be like like all <laughs> yeah. yeah but the, yeah but the other thing i wrote down was um it's amazing how much actual samba there was in it for for a really heavily sort of themed yeah um, almost you know disney-ish number um, sort of, you know, family-friendly thing, Kung Fu Panda. The judges complained. They were disappointed, they said, with the lack of Samba content. And yeah, so I couldn't get my head around that. No, and they found him too... Sh- I remember you and Neil grabbing me in the night going, we, d- we couldn't disagree more. Quite a lot actually said that. Mm. I Katia being up on the balcony going, wow, week three, look at that action. And then, mm. you know, when you get this reaction from dress run, from the pros, mm. then... You kind of, in your mind, you think, yeah, this is a good number. And yeah. then fellow pros are saying the same. You know, you're like, oh, okay. And then when I said this on the judges and just got like, he got really, you know, they really went to town that week. You're just a bit like, oh, yeah, he, he's just gutted on you because, you know, yeah. from the feedback you had. Yeah. That's the, I find that's the worst when, because sometimes you don't know, like, quite whether it's going to be a great number or not. You're not even really thinking about it. You're just trying to get the routine done and get through it. Sometimes you're worrying, thinking, this is a tough week for us. I just don't know whether this is going to be a a good one. And sometimes you're going in with a confidence of like, we've got a good number here. Like you do, don't you? You think "This this is a good one for us. And every time we've done it and we've looked back at the videos in rehearsal and you start feeling really confident going into the weekend, the worst feeling in the world is when you feel like you've got a great number. And the audience reacts great. The, the, the number finishes and the, the audience are on their feet. Wow. Yeah. And then the judges don't go for it. I hate this. The worst feeling in the world. It is, yeah. And I, I kind of, I didn't think we were going to be top of the leaderboard that week at all because, you know, you've watched everybody in dress run and I saw Diane Dev's number was great. Kelvin and Oti had a great number. I remember Saffron and AJ did as well. Like, so I didn't, I didn't think we were going to be top of the leaderboard, but I didn't think to have, I didn't, think you know the comments on the judges necessarily were going to be as strong as they was and then you just feel I felt so responsible because a lot of it was um you know there wasn't enough samba content and I was like well that's not Karim that's me and do you know what I mean and then I put more I put more pressure on myself do you know what I mean and I looked at it back because that's what we're straight away doing aren't we and he did everything I asked of and I felt like in a week you know what Samba's like. It's such a technical dance that you're taking years to improve on. Mm. I don't think technically he could have done any more in that short space of time. No, because no. Many body actions that take years to develop. Yeah, oh, d- definitely. Yeah, like I, I couldn't disagree more with them. Like, like you say, I'm looking back at it now and like everyone can make their own mind if you're watching now on, on YouTube. I thought there was so much Samba in it. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't even know what to say to it, but then you got... Six seven six seven, yeah, and two sixes, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I wonder if I wonder if sometimes, um, when it's a heavily themed number, we almost put that in the heads of people, you know. Like, I, I find that whenever I've um listened to people. Um, you know, there was some like fan podcasts and stuff that go on while Strictly's on. I listened to a couple of episodes of them and, and with just fans sort of talking, you know, criticizing the dancing or whatever, or a list, or you see comments, like you say, on, on social media. And it, there tends to be this pattern of like, whenever it's a, 
a themed number like that, or you're dressing up as something. Sometimes fans who sort of want to sound more informed about ballroom and Latin immediately go into this zone of, oh, well, it's ridiculous. I, I, I'm more of a traditionalist. It's not a proper samba. It's not a da-da-da-da-da. And, and, and I wonder if sometimes that just goes in people's minds anyway without even actually watching it. Because like you say, like, I think pe- people probably might have looked at it and gone, oh, it's silly. They're dressed as pandas, you know, um, and, and it's a themed movie week dance and he does a couple of tricks in it. So it mustn't necessarily be a samba whereas actually if you break it down as a dancer you're watching it and there's so much samba content in it and well danced samba content in it that's what I mean like it it was the dancing yes it could you can always be more rhythmical but I also think that we have to realistically look at it and think they've got four days to get that yeah yeah I know like to do that in four days is 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 mad (laughs) to get two sixes I, I can I'd have been really frustrated I mean you must have been yeah, I, I'm not going to lie, I was. <laughs> yeah. And then you've gone into week four. So, what, so first of all, what, what was he like coming off of that week? What was training like for week four coming off the back of that? He was, do you know what? I think he thought we could be in the dance off. And then when we were called as through, it's that excitement, isn't it? Mm. All of a sudden, you put, you kind of like, well, it depends on your personality. But for me and for Crew, you kind of bedded them, whatever what's just happened because you're just living that excitement of we've got another week so and like yeah. I said to you no matter what happens bottom of the leaderboard top of the leaderboard dance off when you come in on a Monday it's a new it's a new week it's mm. a new you're starting again yeah it was like the week before we were top of the leaderboard come in Monday fresh same mm. for we didn't do so well doesn't matter we're in fresh forgot about it move on you're no, not going to that into him yeah, so you're yeah. not doing that samba again. So let's let's crack on with the tango. And this week he was really tired. Okay, because because of the the show or because of work or I think you know it's kind of like it catches up with you. The first mm. few weeks you're running high on adrenaline, aren't you? Mm. And it, I think they're traveling back and forth to Manchester um, for work. Um, you know, you're still working. You've also got the days where you're on it takes two, so you're traveling back and forth for that. And, it, it, you know, it does all add up, doesn't it, really? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this was the week then we also started pro rehearsals. Ah, uh, yeah, because we'd already pre-recorded a lot of the pro stuff. So, yeah. so what, because we used to do nine till 11, and he'd go to work, and then we'd do like six till 10 at night. Right. This is morning. And I think even that mentally, do you know what I mean? Mm. And he's then at work, and you can see it in the afternoon watching everybody else because they're in London training. I'm on the train up to him. And yeah, so it's all that, isn't it? You, you start know, panicking that everyone else is doing more than you. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. And so we, and he then that week, he was missing on It Takes Two because um, he was poorly. So we actually had the Wednesday of no training whatsoever. Oh and um, so we did Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday he woke up and he had like the flu kind of symptoms. And um, so they said, don't come on, it takes two. And he had, we had the whole day off. And then on the Thursday, so in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, we've just had Samba, which didn't go great. We yeah. can't afford to come out now on another, ba- you know, not so great number. You need to come mm. back firing, don't you? And like, back, yeah. yeah, you need to come back. So um, I was not showing him, but I was stressed. 
like went on the phone to him like all's fine went to rehearsals on the first day he was a lot better still low on energy and then I got really poorly I must have caught it off, off him and um, we did all the first day got to the studio Friday and I don't know if you remember Kev I could hardly talk my voice I can't remember and uh, yeah it, you see afterwards in Claude's area that you um, I pass water I can't even talk <laughs> And then I run off and all of a sudden I disappear out of shot and I'm being sick. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the glamour of Strictly. Oh, that week was just like such um, yeah, a whirlwind of a week. But then he went out and um, this happened. He spoke about it a lot since he has. We were backstage for the tango and you know, you have your little warm up, don't you? Yeah. yeah. He got it all. He was like messing up sections and, you know, and I think he was also panicking in his head about, you know, he hadn't had the hours that week that he would have normally had. And he was just doubting and questioning himself and like questioning every single step. And like literally two weeks before we went on, I was like going, no, it's a, that's, that's a five steps there. Like, no, no, that's not, that's a link. And like, and in my head, I was like, and you could see he was panicking. Like, I was just like, it's going to be fine. Give me a really strong brain and I'll pull you through this. You're going to be fine. And I remember going on a state floor going, oh my goodness, I do not know what's about to happen. Literally then, within, we went at the start, done, done. He stepped to the side. He looked at me and he was so in character. And I just knew, ah, he's got this. And then he absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Uh, literally it was amazing I was I was really poor he couldn't really breathe at the end but could just I was just honestly relieved he got through it from beginning to end and so you hear me at the end I was like you did it <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and then we got our first tens yeah that's right yeah you got two nines and two tens yeah so I, I love this like because no one, no one would have known the extent to which you were both ill. No. And um, looking at that, and, and just, and, and obviously, because I, th- I think Kareem came across as like he is a, like a, you know a confident young lad. Yeah. And and I think that's what people would just assume the whole time. But it, it's mad to know that how much you know how you both been ill, and then how much anxiety he had over the whole thing. You know that that things were going wrong, and he was questioning everything. <laughs> I love I, that. Watching it now, I love that moment where you come up right close to each other and grab the hands on the faces. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was so in character. But I also think that's the mentality as well of us dancers that even when you're and Amberkrim and Celebsa, when you're poorly, you know the show must go on. Mm. You push through, don't you? And you just get on with it. This is my face care when I got my ten. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> Eyes wide, mouth open, tongue out. He's into a gif. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Well, yeah, and then, yeah, to go through all of that. This is what I mean when people don't understand, like, you know, when you have people uh, now and again say, oh, God, I don't know why they're getting all so emotional on Strictly or why that, you know, they do carry on and it's all for the cameras, but they don't realise the amount that's what you've gone through that week. Um, Yeah like you say, with the illness and then questioning it all and just the, the sheer panic of the whole thing, then having to do it in front of 10 odd million people. Yeah. Um, and it just comes out like that. And that's the end result. And that's the bit that everyone sees is that, oh, I don't know what they're worrying about. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what? I was so like, so that was then on week four, my new highest ever score on Strictly Come Dancing. Yeah. But then I was like, obviously, 
I was I got this flu, so you can't really even celebrate. It was like right, let's get home to bed. Let's dream me. Yeah. Thinking, do you know what I mean? You, yeah, so normally, you know, you'd be able to celebrate a little bit afterwards, but like, no, I couldn't even do that. But yeah, it was still really exciting. Two tens on week yeah, four. Cool. And also, go on, sorry. Sorry, and then you know, oh no, the pressure's even worse now. It's really on. Yeah, I mean, it's week four, and you're already on te- onto tens. <laughs> like, that's so early to be getting tens. If that shock elimination happened that week as well with Deb and Diane. Deb and Diane. Yeah. So, in my mind was they had four nines last week. We no one is mm. safe. And like although we were on such a high for two tens, all of a sudden you come shooting back down there when, you know, one of your closest friends leaves the competition, but also somebody that you really thought was there for the long run. Yeah. Yeah. And I also I think what you were clever about as well is like what we talked about from week one to week two, it's the same thing sort of happened from week three to week four in that week, week three was obviously for movie week so heavily themed in, in the panda outfit and everything that it was clever that you for week four, you went very sort of traditionalist tango, you know, um, ballroom dress and, um, yes. and, suit and, and very much tango all the way around the floor, you know, not, not too much. It depends on the song as well, and it depends on if you've got props and anything. And, you know, I just felt that was what was needed for that song and not having any props. Mm. Was, was it your choice? Did you pitch the song or did they pitch it? No, we had a few when we come um, up with it together. I wanted um, another, a younger, um, another younger song choice for mm. Paso, uh, and a Paso, sorry, Tango. Um, but I also actually didn't want any props um uh, i wanted a very basic set because um leading up to that every week we'd had something so week one we had the car week two we had the bench week three then we were tigers and pandas we had that great you know Mm. setting and then i wanted to strip it right back down then on week four i just wanted to strip it and show everybody you know let them come back right in and show him that look i can dance i am serious about it and i do want to learn yeah um, so yeah, I, I just didn't, I actually, I can remember ringing lovely Claire and saying, I don't want any props. Don't even like, you know, when they're coming up with the concerts and I was like, nothing this week. <laughs> and they're like, excellent. <laughs> That's some budget saved. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now pressure's on. You've got two tens for an excellent tango. I think everyone will agree if you're watching that on YouTube. Um, Kareem, I'm just typing in now. Kareem and Amy, week five um he must have been buzzing in rehearsals now after after the after the tens but i'm assuming after what you've told me you were probably like forget it yeah Yeah, and i come back on a monday i felt um a lot better on the monday morning in rehearsals i can remember actually corinne was working on the monday doing a voiceover so we only had about two or three hours in the evening but it was kind of a blessing really because it gave me longer to recover mm. and then we got together on that Monday evening and uh, it was a completely new style again and my first ever salsa on Shifty Come Dancing. Yeah and, and I remember you uh, coming up to me like earlier because we're always a couple of weeks ahead aren't we with planning what the dance you know should we stay in we'll be doing this in, in two weeks time or whatever um, I remember you coming up to me like early on in the in the series and going I reckon we want to do Who Let the Dogs Out <laughs> salsa. You're like, what do you reckon? I was like... Let's get Hacker involved and all this. And you were just... I can remember your face was just like... You went, it could be brilliant. <laughs> but I think you were just in shock, weren't you? It was, it was one of those that I was like, 
it's it's one of it's one of those that that sits right there on the line. Like if if you get it right, it could be an absolutely brilliant decision. Yeah. If it doesn't go right, this could this could go very wrong. Like. <laughs> You know what? Production were brilliant, and you know the dogs on this um, on the screens behind the LED. They were actually production dogs. Like Sarah James's dog was on there. Gina's dog. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Their dogs, so they were all really excited that their dogs. They go through it immediately. Production, or were they um and ahhing? There was like, you know, there was. Um, I can remember they had. To, we had to wait a couple, um, a little bit of time to see if we could get the music and be allowed it. And then I, I wanted Hacker in the routine, but not like obviously just maybe DJing kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, like, Hacker is a celebrity. Yeah. Um, you can't be seen to be having, you know, an extra celebrity in your number. Right, right. Um, no, Hacker just sat in the audience. Sat in the audience, okay. It's so interesting, isn't it? That's yeah. another thing that people don't realise, I think. That's a really good bit of, like, backstage, um, Strictly, actually, is that whenever, like, it's not just as easy as you can do whatever you want in, in terms of the, the numbers. Like, even just you wanted a puppet dog to be in your number, but because everything has to be so fair, like BBC fairness policies, like, you can't be seen to be having a leg up because you've got a celebrity that might also, even though it's a puppet, yeah. <laughs> seen as a celeb and might have a following of people that love Hacker that might vote for you just because of that. Like, yeah. you weren't allowed him in the number. Yeah, so he was just in the audience and we kind of, it was like the dance was like reference to him. That was yeah. how we did it really. Yeah. Hacker is, the reason why I wanted to do the dogs is because Karim is, Hacker is Karim's co-presenter. Yeah. You of Karim and I, you know, and a lot of them, we've, we've done CBBC together, we had Karim did, and a lot of the kids were writing in going, we want to see Hacker. So, you know, and then you're trying to think of a song which got, you know, a dog in it. So, who let the dogs <laughs> <laughs> Which songs have got a dog in it? <laughs> let the dogs out. Yeah. But I have to say, well, I've got it now on, on YouTube, week five. It's an absolute worldie of a dance. It's just, it's just, there's so much energy in this dance, which I love. I'm a big fan of like big high energy numbers when yeah. people are just going for it with, with energy. And I think for a salsa, you sort of have to. Yeah. Like, no one wants to. Remember to stage to... coming down on that sticker walk, remember? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you, because uh, obviously we get choreographers for, for the salsas and Charlestons and, and, and whatever. Who, who, who did you collaborate with on this one? I had the fantastic Jenny. Jenny, yeah. She's brilliant. Yeah, she's great, isn't she? Absolutely fantastic. And I can remember saying to her, right, the song is like Marmite. You're either going to love it or hate it, and it's going to be the same for the audience. And I can just remember her face on the Friday in the, t in the marquee. And actually when we, you know, they announced the songs throughout the week on social media. Mm. Everyone was like, how can you do a salsa to who let the dogs out? And I was like, hee hee, just you wait. Because <laughs> it's going to be awesome, that's why. Yeah, and Jenny was like, oh, she was brilliant. She was like so on board with it. She was so excited. Mm. And I was saying like, because she already knew Karim did, could do tricks and she was brilliant. I said, look, he can do the handstands. I was going through all of the tricks and even some, I said, like he could do jazz fits and that. But I did actually say, I don't want them all in this routine because if we're lucky enough to get through, I already had ideas for Charleston. Yeah. And you want yeah. to save a bit, don't you? So, um... I love working with Jenny. One, one because 
obviously, she, <laughs> there's Hacker at the end of the number. I'm just watching it. Um, one, because she's, um, she's really creative, obviously, like with her choreography. Um, but two, she's very structured. And I, and I was saying on the podcast last week when I was talking about me and Stace, um, when it's a dance, when you, when you get a choreographer, what I don't want is someone to come in and start the process of choreographing it with me in the room with my celeb thinking we could do something like this and something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I like to, and Jenny's very open to like whatever you want. And what I always want is a choreographer to come in and, and say, here's a routine. I've prepared a routine and then we can adapt it from there, but teach me a whole routine first. And then if we need to change bits, we can change bits, but at least we've got something down straight away. Oh, no, Jenny's brilliant. And she, you know, she's like, she, she researches so much, you can tell. So she knew everything Karim was good at. And, you know, she'd already given feedback on what she felt like he was coming across as a dancer. And mm. you could see she was, you know, she wanted that end project to be fantastic. And also, yeah. like, you've had two tens. Like, she was like, do you know what I mean? She was excited for that and was like, so we really need to push the boundaries. Mm. And um, are you the same? Do you, do you like them to come in with a routine to start with or do you like to collaborate with them? I like to co- collaborate. So we'd already, you know, on, at Elshree on the Friday, mm-hmm. uh, we'd already, um, sorry, I'm just putting my laptop in church. We'd yeah. already spoke about certain ideas and um and gone through a lot and we'd already talked about there was like the percussion bit in the routine and that's where i was like this is where i wanted to go on his hands we did have other ideas so um like we were gonna put like this cartwheel trick in but then when we looked at it overall we decided we didn't need that so yeah it was very much but um we spoke about it and then we did it on the Monday and then throughout the routine, then I would say, Oh, I think we could do with a little bit more salsa here. And she was brilliant. We'd work it all, all up together. Mm. And um, Karim was quite worried about lifts. Cause right. Frame. And obviously being the same height and everything, mm. um, he was really worried about that. And I can remember when we were going to do the flip at the end. Yeah. Mad that lift at the end. Karim's face at first, we, um, we had some right bloopers doing that, I'm not going to lie. And actually in the dress runs, it wasn't going. And I can remember Jenny being really nervous because Jenny said to me, right, are you sure you want to do that? Because the director's tape we sent to production, we, we fell over on. We couldn't get it. Like, <laughs> I think we would do it like 10 times and we'd get it twice out of the 10. And I was like, nope, we're going to do it because I know on the night, this little inner in Karim comes out there. He's going to nail it no matter what. Do you know that extra 10%? And that like, like Karim is like always like, yeah, pushes himself to win. Like he just really, really wants to, to do the best he can. And be, yeah, yeah, yeah. That it was never about the scores or how far he got. It was, he always wanted to be able to look back on something and be proud of that moment. That's a good attitude. Yeah, and so I was like, Grim, you can, I have to believe you can do it. We have done it, and I know it's going to happen on the night. And actually, I can remember even production coming up going, um, are you sure about the flip at the end? And I was like, I'm sure. And you can kind of see at the end, I just pushed myself, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> that falls, because I think, I like, if it was me in that situation, and it's not going right going into the weekend, I would have taken it out. So that's a bold move to... Um, to push through again. No, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Jenny was brilliant because like she 100% backed me. She was like, right, if you know him and if you think it can work, let's do it. But mm. it's got to be. And she was quite strict on how she wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, 
But I know I, I think Jenny uh, is absolutely amazing. Mm. Uh, she's so creative. She goes so deep within the music as well, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, she's fantastic. Yeah. And she's done so many routines on Strictly, like with different couples and also group routines and stuff. And like, but she always keeps coming up with new sort of fresh yeah. ideas. And, and, and yeah, like I said, always tailored towards the couple that she's choreographing to. Yeah, that everyone is different, and you think, how can you think of that many steps? Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. um, I just found her really inspiring, and yeah, I really liked it. Um, liked working with her, and that's why when we talk about it later, um, I had her for the Charleston as well. Oh right, okay, yeah, oh, that was yeah. We'll get to that, but that that was a banger of a dance. Like that was a worldie of a dance. Um, for this, you got eight, ten. Nine nine, which is like for week five, just an unbelievable score. But of course, you, it's lower than the week before, and this is what we were talking about. So, like somehow, it, it like it brings a pressure, doesn't it? Yes, but I think you always know as well as a pro, don't you, that you know you can't sustain those tens every week. Mm. You yeah. know, especially so early on. Fair enough if it's like quarterfinal, semifinal. Do you know what I mean when later on in the competition there are generally higher scores, aren't there? Yeah, early on. Um, you, you kind of, you do know. And also that was such a cl- complex routine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, you, sometimes it could look a little bit frantic, which, and that was Craig's comment. So I could understand the eight score as well. Mm. Still. I'm still, still happy mm. with my first ever salsa. I'm strictly and I got a 10. Salsa is another one for me that like, I don't know. It's, you know, like everyone has their dances and the ones that they're not as confident in. Salsa and cha-cha, to me, are the, are the ones that I don't like doing as much. Like, some of them have gone all right. Um, yeah. Like we were talking last week, you know, the, the, the sticker rock salsa with, <laughs> with Stace, I, I, I really love. Um, yeah. But I don't know. Salsa's just been one of them dances for me that, like, I think in my head, I think I'm on paper, this should be a great week for us doing salsa. Like, it should be a great week. But I I'm, I'm, don't often get it right. But you nailed it. You nailed this but salsa. I didn't know what, though. I was taking a risk, wasn't I? I was mm. taking a risk with the song and the concept. Yeah. Um, so I was just, I was kind of relieved because I would have had a lot of guilt on me had mm. it not gone well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you were very brave in, in this whole series, really. You made some bold decisions i've never even done up until um this year and even speciality dance on strictly i've never done charleston never done um salsa argentine tango couples choice so this year i had it all (laughs) and and, yeah because i remember i remember i remember you at the time when we were having a couple of chats about it like i felt like you were very aware that um you know Kareem was a, was a great partner to have who, you know, was, was a talented kid. And, and you were very aware that, like, I, I've got to deliver on this, on, on this series. Like, like, this can't be like an average, no. you know, bog standard series. I've got to really deliver with, with, with Kareem. Because like, like we said at the beginning, it's, it's great to have someone who's sort of talented because it means you can do things with them. But... It is a lot of pressure on that. And that's why like, I was really rooting for you every week. I remember really being like, come on, come on, come on. I was really behind like you and Kareem. And um, yeah, I feel like you, that's something that you did really well in, in 
taking bold decisions and thinking I've, like, I've got to go for it. I guess what I'm trying to say is you, you knew that you couldn't play it safe. I couldn't. Um, and I was very, as you know, very aware of that every single week. Doesn't matter where I was on that leaderboard. I was still thinking like next week is a whole new story. And yeah, and I just wanted also like I felt like this was my opportunity to establish myself as a, a dancer and a choreographer. With yeah, I think so. Yeah. And I, had, I put myself under that pressure, which was my own personal pressure to put on myself. Mm. But I, I wanted to show the nation different styles of routines I could because I've been, you know, not limited, but, you know, you would you adapt your choreography to your partner, um, your celebrity. And this year I felt like I didn't have any real limits. Mm. So I really wanted to be as expressive and creative as I possibly could. Mm. And um, I'm sure for, um, for Paul Ben... That was a living nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amy's fiance, for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah, he's a professional dancer as well. Mm. And you use him when you're choreographing. Yeah, I use him, yes. Yeah. And he says, I am a nightmare. <laughs> I can't imagine you being a nightmare. Yeah, because, like, you know, um, I want it so, like, and all of a sudden, like, we've nailed, like, done it. One minute, in and I watch it, I'm like, nah. And the next thing, I'm changing the entire thing. Mm. And we can, I can have, like, four different routines in that, in that space of time. He's just like, make up your mind. Yeah. Do you choreograph on the Sunday before each Monday, or are you more ahead than that? Um, no, generally not before. I don't like to jinx myself. No, I'm the same. Um, I, I can't, and I like to focus on the dance I'm in at the beat. Yeah. That I don't mm. want to be thinking. I listen to the music. We break down, like you know, Ben and I will talk about music and ideas, and we're very open about ideas that we have. Mm. Um, and then I'll have my music. You know, I kind of write down where I'm going to start, how many bars I've got, and that's what I do. Yeah. 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 I open my clothes that. So I'll do that, like when I'm in the hotel room on the Friday night or something, to maybe take yeah. my mind off the live show the next right. day. In terms of choreographing, no, um, I'm so I'm very lucky on that hand to have Ben to go in and use. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah bless. He's like my rock, really, throughout Strictly. So he's there for when I'm upset or happy. He, exper- he experiences all the highs and lows. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Uh, um, I was sat by him uh, in uh, the Blackpool show. I went up to to watch after after we sort of we'd recorded the pro dances and everything and then and then I went up to watch the results show um and I, yeah and I was watching I was watching from up top uh, yeah. and 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 he was there like come on come on, come on like this cheering you on <laughs> so nervous he does for me um it's unreal waiting for the results um yeah he, and he was in Blackpool the following weekend um, for the students, and he's like running out of the ballroom just to be able to watch me. Do you know what I mean? And I'm waiting for the scores. Yeah, yeah. he lives and breathes every moment. You actually remind me slightly of Ben in your style. In your, <laughs> not about you know. Obviously, you're a technical dancer. But you're more about the artistry and creativity and energy. Hmm. And ben is so like that. Do you know what I mean? Like Ben would go on a dance floor when we compete and be like, "I'm going to do it my way." And if you like it, great. If you don't, at least I've yeah. myself. Mm. And that's Ben and he's you know generally the dancers are very like look a certain way and all that whereas like Ben is like this is my staff take it or leave it yeah that's cool appearance and everything about him mm. and I see that with you you're like you're so true to yourself 
Well, I don't know. I don't know. Try to be. <laughs> no, I, I see you two are very similar in your dancing, your personalities and the traits that you have. Mm. And then like you in terms of like, always kind of like the calm, do you know what I mean? Um, well, I'm not always calm, but... <laughs> you see things very rationally and you're like, you, you know, like they're going to be good, they're going to be good. And the, do you know what I mean? He's very yeah. much... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> um, so going into week six. Yeah. And, and what, what we'll do, um, I was hoping it would happen like this, that we'd have like loads to talk about and it's gone exactly like this. Oh, yeah, chatterbox. We'll, we'll, um, we'll divide it into two podcasts. So, so we'll do like weeks one to six and then we'll do another one like seven to final, if that's yeah. all right with you. Yeah. Um, so week six for the last one of, of this one then, you get into Halloween week. And, and I always think like Halloween is so difficult because you want to make an impact. It's another theme week. You want to make an impact. You want to do something memorable. You want to, but coming up with new ideas for Halloween week now, after we've done, <laughs> Strictly's been on TV for hundred years now. Um, and you know, how many times are we going to see a thriller or a Ghostbusters or a monster mash or, a, you know, like all, all these things um, coming up with new ideas. And interestingly for your Halloween, um, you did Stranger Things, right? Yeah. Now, Stranger Things got pitched to me the year before. Really? Uh, to, do, uh, to do it with Stacey, when I didn't have any ideas at the time. Before we came up with the idea of doing Doctor Who, yeah. um, right. um, I, I was like running short on ideas, and they pitched to me Stranger Things. And I said no, because I didn't know what to do with it. Really? Yeah, I was like, I just like... Yeah, I, it's it's something that hasn't been done before, and Stranger Things is a new um, Netflix series, isn't it? Netflix series, and yeah, and and uh, I was like, but I honestly, I'm not sure how to go about it. Yeah. So yeah. when I heard that you'd taken it on, I was like, okay, this is going to be interesting, because um, because that again, a bold move, because like I say, I didn't know what to do with it. Um, so you did Stranger Things. Uh, yeah. So. Let me just bring it up on, on uh, my YouTube now. Um, were there any other ideas banded around? Like other ideas, and actually I'm not going to mention it because actually another couple ended up, they could have pitched it as well. You know, we all, yeah. pitched, really limited, especially like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. It's like movie week, you know, how many yeah. of us pitched the same movie? Like, it's, it's, that's common. And uh, another couple had my... My story about movie week is... Um, not to do with, with, with me or you, but I've, I've told this story loads of times, so I, I think it's cool. Um, is uh, Aliash uh, going into his production meeting and, and just desperately wanting to do Jurassic Park? You know, and like to do a rumba. And <laughs> apparently he always tells this story where he goes, I went in and asked Jurassic Park and they were like, okay, but what, like, what are you going to, do with that like how's that gonna look and, and he just looked at him and goes <coughs> dinosaurs <laughs> and, and production are like but what you're gonna dress up your celeb as a dinosaur or like what do you mean <laughs> if i ever get pitched that now i'm gonna play it on the phone to um, aliash and go thanks a lot aliash <laughs> Dinosaurs. <laughs> um, but so, oh, so you had another idea. Yeah, another uh, idea. And it was coming to another couple, which is not right. even. They probably pitched it as well. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because like you say, there's only so many 
Halloween themed music choices you've exactly, got. Yeah. You've got. So when we're Stranger Things, and I was like, that's fine. Let's dig deep. You know, I can remember like going right back to episode one, watching as much as I possibly could that week. Literally, it was like when I wasn't in rehearsals, I was watching Stranger Things. I so you hadn't watched it before. I'd watch bits of it, but not the entire yeah. series. So I knew, you know, you. And also, my kids at the dance school they're all like a lot of them are teenagers and they're so into stranger things that they you know they're all talking and you know you certain trends yeah get away from when you're around your students mm-hmm. they were all ecstatic and they were all trying you know get a message as you should be there and he should be this and i was like shut up um but i really wanted to kind of like ensure that we got the characters across if yeah you could, i mean it was, it's like doing movie week or musical week all over again, really, isn't it? Yeah. So when you've chosen a concept like Stranger Things, which is a series. Um, and then I was listening to the music, which was saying run. So I wanted to kind of interpretate that we were running from the monster. For me. Uh, okay. Because there's two worlds in Stranger Things. Mm. Have you watched Stranger Things before? Ken? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The normal world and like the upside down world. So we were running, and I think the judges felt that week that it was too fast. But personally, you know, that's fine. And if you're in a competition world, yes, you know, you need your breathing and all this and that and your preparation. But the song was not saying to do that from a certain point. It, the, te- the tempo changed. The, the dynamics in the music changed. And they, they shouted, run. Yeah. And story, two strange things, and to the concept of the dance was us running from this monster. Mm. That, yeah, I think you're right. Like you, you have to go with as a choreographer, you have to go with what the music is telling you, and yeah. you have to go with the piece and the narrative of the piece. You can't just go, oh no, but we're, we're going to go against the narrative and the music because that I would never do that in a Latin competition. Yeah. Like, well, we're not doing a Latin competition themed yeah. number. Like they were saying you should have breathed through it, and you, there was you should have taken your time. I would have liked to see you know one, two, three, four. But the music, standing there going and moving your arms, one, two, three, four, the music, mm. the vocals are saying run. Yeah. Like you're going against everything. Yeah. Mark is telling you to do. Mm. And I couldn't do that. Like, I was like, no. So, um, yeah, again, I just stuck to, you know, what I believed in. And like I said, we've been like, you know, if it fails, at least you've done what's true to you. Do you know what I mean? And I can take the responsibility then. Mm. Um, but I think... Um, you know, it wasn't greatly received from the public or the judges. And I think that was mainly as well. If you haven't watched Stranger Things, you wouldn't understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, I think as well, for the costume choice, which was, again, Stranger Things, to the audience, that's not a pass Adobe at all. I know what you mean. His wig is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And I think maybe that wig made him maybe look like he was moving more than he was because it was so full. Yeah, yeah. Actually, if you look at his dancing again, it isn't. It wasn't his best dance, and he knows that. But it is not bad for a pasadobi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I think you're right. It's a difficult balance, isn't it? When you're doing something that is very, especially something like Paso, which is like the, the character, like sort of salsa or cha cha. Maybe you can get away with more. But like with with Paso everyone's sort of very clear in their heads of what Paso should look like. Same for like Argentine tango. Yeah. Um, it's a very clear image of sort of matador and, and um, flamenco girl, you know, and capes and... I think you know, they boys with the jackets on. Yeah, the imagery is very clearly defined. When you're doing a, a dance, 
against type in terms of the imagery and in terms of the narrative of, of the piece, the story you're telling. Um, it's a difficult balance, isn't it? To show we're, we're using the, the um, what's the word I'm trying to look for? The, I can't think of the word, but basically the, the, the stuff to do with that dance that, that everyone associates with the dance, but, but within a completely different concept theme, you're on a TV show, yeah. you know, and we're given, like I was given an opportunity there to, to portray, you know, what I think of Stranger Things with this music. So I'm going to go into my artistic views during mm. and you're not always thinking then actually passadobly, you're thinking how this visually looks when it all comes together. Yeah. And I've seen couples in the past, like obviously I'm not going to say names, but like I have seen people in, in the past on Strictly is they worry what the judges are going to say yeah. so much that they, they know that the judges are mainly going to judge it on their thoughts um, in conjunction with competition. Yeah. Forum in Latin. I do worry a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, well, you know, people do, people do because they think the judges are going to, like, even if this is brilliant, the judges are going to say this because it's not what you would see in, like, in the competition world. But then, and so then the couple plays it really safe. And I've seen couples, even though they're good dancers, go through Strictly playing everything very, very safe. And it's yeah. like, because they know that the judges won't pull them up on it. Like, oh, if, if I just do... You know, don't do any messing about like what Len Goodman would have called faffing around or whatever. If I don't tell any story or do any kind of choreography at the beginning or end, that's too much. If I just do a straight down the line ballroom dance, straight down the line Latin dance that fits with the characteristics of that dance, the judges can't bring me down for it. Yeah. But then I think, okay, then you get the judges on side, but you haven't really pushed it. You, you haven't really made any impact or you haven't... I don't know. You haven't, you haven't really created a great piece. You've gone safe and you know that you'll get through. You've got our opportunity of creating like we can. Do you know what I mean? With the mm. most amazing sets, the incredible band, do you know what I mean? The costume, the lighting. Like, as a choreographer, this is an amazing opportunity. Mm. You've got to just do something bland. Mm. And, that's, and that's what I'm impressed about with you with this series is that you went with things like this and... and you took the chance because you said to me at the beginning, I have to, I have to go all out on this. And you took the chance and you weren't afraid to, you know, on a dance like this, I can imagine that, you know, it was 50, 50. Some people would have loved it. And some people would have gone, that's not a Paso to me. Um, but you weren't afraid to take that chance. Yeah. And you know, we have Jason Gilkinson come in, like, you know, we always have that one hour where we get somebody, an assistant come in, don't we? And I can remember Jace coming in and I, I asked Jace and Jace was like, no, go with it. Mm. And you know, Jace, he's always so honest, isn't he? So yeah. that kind of Brutally so sometimes. <laughs> Brutally so sometimes. Yeah. Um, so when he said that, that was kind of, cause he's a creative genius. So when he kind of said, no, Amy, go with this. I was a bit like, ah, like, that is like a compliment deep down, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, like, you know, because he, he is brutally honest, as you say. Yeah. So that kind of gave me hope and reassurance. And I think had I had maybe negativity from him, the judges, then you, then you, you do doubt yourself then, don't you? Mm. And then I love the, uh, the camera upside down bit at the end. Yeah. So the, so I thought, ah, I wish I'd have thought of that. Yeah, again, a really simple ending, isn't it, dance-wise? Just two of us together. I'm just watching it now. 
Let me get, where's the end? Where's the end? Oh yeah. 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 I see now. It just goes down. Yeah. Because the camera, because the focus had to be that camera effect. So it couldn't be too bitty. Yeah. yeah. What did you get for this? Seven, 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 eight. Yeah. So less than week one. Le was that your worst score so far? Oh, yeah, less than week one. Because week one we had um, the 1738, didn't we? Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. So, yeah, so you would have been a bit downhearted yeah. after that week. Yeah. Yeah. But, and we'll, we'll leave it there for the end of this podcast. But, like, leaving it on a bit of a, oh no, it, like, this didn't go as well for us, a bit downhearted. But then we know that we know what happened on week seven. Yeah. And we'll start talking about that on the next podcast because the quick step was an absolute worldie of a dance. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to get, we've done an hour and 23 on weeks one to six. I'm so sorry. I'm such a chat. No, no, it's perfect. I love it. I love it. Stacey's <laughs> always like, oh, you're talking for so long, talking for so long, but I love it. I love getting into detail like week by week on all the, like what, where, where you are in your head and, and your creative process and all of that. What are you saying? I'm not, I don't say with Amy, with you. You say I talk too much. Yeah, it goes on and on and on, names. <laughs> I miss your Welsh. I love my Welsh. It's getting better and better. We had Catherine Jenkins on this morning, so I'm surprised. And then whenever Catherine Jenkins is on, Kev says, oh, I'm no Catherine Jenkins. <laughs> that's what you said. <laughs> that time when we were talking about singing, can you sing Ames? And you went, I'm no Catherine Jenkins. <laughs> Uh, well, Amy, thank you so much. I want to be like respectful of your time as well, <laughs> because I will just talk. We'll, we'll be here for 10 hours. <laughs> and if that's all right, we'll do another podcast where we talk about week seven to the final. Amazing. Yeah, we got to. We got to talk about Charleston, the final. Yeah, exactly, oh, so <laughs> great stuff coming up. Like you, you just accelerated from, from this point to, towards the end. Um, thanks so much for, for doing this, though. No, thank you. I've loved it. Thank you. Yeah, and um, we'll speak again week seven to the final. Yeah.